second. Uh, sorry, I am finally back. It took me some time. I was going through a lot of stuff right now. And I'm finally back with a new episode. The draft is actually right now at the time of the posting. Uh, so, uh, happy draft day. And um, right now, it's my final mock draft with everything. Um, you're probably going to be seeing me through the experience of going through the offseason, grading everyone completely, giving you my prediction records, and I'm going to be screwed a lot. I'm going to get mean a lot for that with those records, but I'm also going to tell you who I think is going to win the Super Bowl and um, all that in the upcoming future. Right now, we're going to take it one step at a time for the draft. So, of course, the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. Perfect. Perfect prospect. prospect. You know? Um, I, I I do think there's some things that, you know, need to be taken a look at. You know, sometimes he can't read all the field, but I mean, he can't. You know, sometimes he struggles with uh, his reads and focuses on one wide receiver. But, I mean, those are all just a little simple mistakes that can be fixed in the NFL and really He's overall the consensus number one overall pick. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. He's the best quarterback I've seen since Andrew Luck, even probably John Elway. Number two, um, as much as I hate to say it, Zach Wilson, I think he's a one-year wonder. But I might be wrong on this. I think he's uh, a boomer bust. He's got great arm talent. He's really, he's really talented. Really talented. He's special. And he's got uh, something not a lot of people have. And, uh, you know... That, that's something, that arm talent, really something. So, um, I'll give him that. He's semi-athletic. He, he's got a feeling of, like, a Baker Mayfield. I mean, he's got a, he's got a, um, you're on a Baker Mayfield. But a lot of people compare him to Aaron Rodgers. He's not. He's got that personality. Got everything, the traits. But overall, when I say Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson's okay. Hey, but uh, still needs time. I would say... The reason why I think he's going to be a bust is because he's going to the Jets, all right? I don't trust the Jets. Uh, number three, and another one that I don't want to say, but I have to, Mac Jones. Unathletic, got a lot of bad issue traits, a trait that I don't like. You know, I don't care. I mean, it's something that you can pass at the field, but it's not everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, a lot of people are, like, saying, oh, he's a simple quarterback. That's what you need in the – nah, they need – you need a little bit more. Being a quarterback, that's what Mac Jones is. Your everyday quarterback. He's good at accuracy, good at processing field, and good at distributing the ball. That's what he is. He does not have any other X Factor abilities. Nothing nothing special about him. He's a win now guy. Probably the most winning is now out of the entire quarterbacks, besides Trevor Lawrence. He's a win guy now, and he's going to be with probably the genius himself, Kyle Shanahan. So, when it comes down to it, Mac Jones will have some success. Will he win the Super Bowl? Hell no. There is no way in hell he's winning a Super Bowl. If he wins a Super Bowl, I'm telling you right now, it's going to surprise me. I just, I can't, I can't see it. He, 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 he's just he's unathletic. He doesn't have today's NFL. But who am I kidding? Joe Burrow did this uh, last year, and he proved me wrong. So I'm rooting for the kid. I think he does have some good traits. But I just I can't find anything special about him. I just think he's just a winning quarterback, and he's ready to win now. That's why they're going to draft him. So 
know. But he does have some some something to look at. So he might be he might be a quarterback that wins a Super Bowl this year. We'll we'll see. But right now, I still have my issues on him, and I think he's not going to be as good as the other players. Uh, Kyle Pitts off for number four to the Atlanta Falcons, the tight end from Florida. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I have him right now, I believe, in my draft board two or three. It doesn't really matter. You can switch a flop. I think he's the best tight end like prospect ever. Period. He's the best prospect as a tight end. I'm not even going to call him a tight end. He's the best playmaking. The best playmaker that I've scouted in a while, alright? And I mean, like, you, you, you want to know what Kelvin Johnson is? This is Kelvin Johnson right here. Physical, strong, big, fast. Catch, can catch everything that's thrown his way. Uh, that, I'm, I'm sorry, Kyle Pitts... Just when you, when you, when, when I see his film, when I turn off his tape, production is there. When I look at his measurable, measurables are there. When I look at his characteristic characteristics, he's just an all-around player. He is a guaranteed prospect to me. I think he'll work no matter where he lands. I think he's going to be a mismatch for anyone. I think he's going to get double-teamed the moment he steps on that field, and I think no one's going to stop him. I just think everyone's going to struggle. I could see this kid doing being being the next Kelvin Johnson for a tight end. Hell, I I could even see him move to a wide receiver if he wanted to, and still dominate. And it's amazing what he, this kid did. So, I, I think it's a good pickup for Atlanta. I would say they could trade down, but at the same time, I, I think I think if Kyle Pitts is there, you take him. Uh, number five, this is probably the pick that I hate the most out of the entire draft. Jamar Chase to the Bengals. I've seen Jamar Chase. I've opened film. Like I said, he's two or three. You can switch that. He's a good. He's a good. Well, he's a good damn wide receiver. All right. Can create separation. Physical. Great at the catch point. He can go up and play for that ball. And you know, production is there. And you know, Joe Burrow connection like that. He was. He was an NFL wide receiver playing against little kids in college. All right. But. That's not that's not their main issue right now. I don't even put it as probably you could say second main issue. They need a star, but right now everyone's been saying a rumor that's gonna come out that they're gonna take Chase, and that's why I put Chase here. And it, it's just disappointing because right now I'm gonna ask this a question. I'm gonna ask this question when you're drafting. You have to ask yourself this, this main question to yourself. What are you going to take? Are you going to take... Are you going to take the wide receiver for the next 15 years? Or next 10 years, let's say you, you work out for the next 10-15 years. Are you going to take the left tackle for the next 10-15 years? I always believed in this, and I'll tell you this again. Left tackle. If you're not, a, if you are a right-handed quarterback, the left tackle is the most important position on the field. The second most important position. It will determine your quarterback success or failure. And by failure, uh, failure for Joe Burrow, that means Andrew Luck 2.0, where he's going to retire very early because the team can't protect him. 
and it could be just too late. So, you know, to the Bengals, this is the message for today. Play this smart. Play this smart. Taking Jamar Chase is a big risk. That means you're going after an offensive lineman in the second round. You got plenty of wide receivers in this draft. Plenty of wide receivers. You got one star left tackle. Penne Soul. And if you want a right tackle, you got Rashawn Slater. You got three really good tackles. Slater, Soul, and Elijah Vera Tucker. I would say Christian Derrissaw, but you could, you know, you can debate that. So, choose wisely. Because this could determine your future. Now, uh, number six, Jalen Waddle. Um, not too bad of a pick. Uh, mostly because, you know, all the wide receivers are gone. Um, I, I can't really I can't really say nothing about this pick. I, I'd give this pick, like, probably a B plus, A minus. It's a good pick. Um, addresses a need. Jalen Waddle, speedy wide receiver. My only concern is you guys did get Will Fuller for the Miami Dolphins. So, I mean, why not just take a, a Penny Sewell or Slater because one of them is going to be available here. I, uh, uh, that's my biggest question, but besides that, I really have no quite no issue about this pick. Fast, explosive, big play. Uh, has a little bit of injury risk to him, but besides that, if he wasn't injury risk, I would put him up there between him and uh, Chase. I think it's not too bad of a wide receiver. So, seven, Penny. So, uh, Detroit, listen to me, and listen to me clearly. I know you have defensive issues. That is true. Can't blame you there. This is a weak, let me just give you this. This is a very weak defensive class. All right, I'm not going to come out and say this is the best defensive class. It's a very weak defensive class. Next year, it's an excellent defensive class. You got edge rushers, you got linebackers, you got corners next year. But you don't got a penny soon next year. I mean, you got you got some big boys next year. You got some big boys. Penny Sewell is a big boy, all right? Penny Sewell is the most purest left tackle. You want to uh, get uh, Jared Goff future all right? Take Penny Sewell. I see what they, when you mean by Slater because you got Taylor Decker, but Penny Sewell, take Penny Sewell. You can play him anywhere. He is the best number one consecutive, consecutive overall tackle. Love him. Love his film. I don't care what anyone says. I've seen him. At 18, he won the best offensive lineman. He's leaving the draft at 20. That's insane. You want Jared Goff to be predicted and then your future quarterback, because he's not in the long term, but you want your future quarterback to have this left tackle right here? This is how you start building your team. You start with the second most important position, left tackle, and you address it and get a quarterback then. Boom. You have your bases and you have your foundation. You have a quarterback right now, a bridge quarterback, Jared Goff. Win you some games, not make you suck completely, but win you some games, like four or five games. Get a left tackle and build for the future. You want to start now. The, the, the Cleveland Browns did it. Miami did it. They built for the future. Don't build. Don't build when you don't have enough to win now. Don't go out and get a defensive player expecting to come in and win now. You want to get for the future. You want to play this smart Detroit. Don't do this now. That's all I'm saying. 
Now number eight, Justin Fields. Uh, I have the 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 Patriots coming moving up and uh, taking um, taking uh, number my bad, T- giving the number fifteen and their next year first second rounder. Now number I believe is it I think it is forty six overall pick, and then trading I think the one twenty second from Arizona to them to the Panthers for the number eight overall pick to take Justin Fields. Uh, I think I think overall he didn't want Justin Fields over Trey Lance. I think when you're when when you're uh, Bill Belichick, you're gonna be like, which one do I want more? And I think he's probably gonna take Justin because Justin Fields is more ready. Like you could probably play Justin Fields later into the season. Trey Lance is a year or two. So I think he's going to take a flip, and I think he's going to take Justin Fields. And I would, too. I think Justin Fields is right now the better quarterback. Future-wise, I think it's Trey Lance. But right now, the better quarterback is Justin Fields. And I think that's what the Patriots are trying to get. I mean, both are great, and both have excellent potential. Both I, I could see just taking over the field uh, in the future and having basically a rivalry with uh, the number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence. And um, Justin Fields, my only issue with Justin is simple as this. The pressure, the blitz against the blitz. He struggled pretty heavily against the blitz. We saw that in the Northwestern game. That was his biggest focus. Uh, whenever he got past, uh, pass rush in his face, he wasn't the same quarterback. And that's still my concern. But besides that, I think he's an overall good quarterback. And we'll see how he handles the NFL. I think it'll be fine if he gets uh, – Developmental time, Trey Lance, number nine, the Denver Broncos, quarterback up in North Dakota State, aka NDS. Um, really good quarterback, best potential out of the draft, period. Him and Trevor Lawrence probably tied up there for the most potential by the quarterback, period. He's so, so good. Arm. Accuracy, athletic ability can move extremely well in the pocket. My only issue with he doesn't have film. Like I, I'm looking at my tape right now. Don't see that much tape. I see one year of tape, which is not that good. And I see a game of tape from this year. I really don't see that much tape compared to a Justin Field who has about two, two years uh, worth of tape. Or uh, Trevor Lawrence, who has about four years worth of tape. And if you want to add the high school, Trey Lance is a little bit of an unknown. But uh, from all the scouts, from all the the quotes uh, I've seen, everyone has high uh, excellent praises for him. And from the film, what I've seen so far, I see uh, a high potential quarterback. And I can't wait to see if he can play in about a year or two. So uh, hopefully Denver plays this right, because you could have a star in that division competing against Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. Derek Carr. That's going to be a hard-ass division to play in. That's some four really good quarterbacks in the future. Wow. So I will, we'll see. Uh, you know, Patrick Sertain, uh, corner off of Alabama. Uh, I would prefer to take J.C. Horn here. I just think he's more physical, more ready to go. But I feel like Jerry Jones... Either if Kyle Pitts was here, take him, of course. But I feel like Jerry Jones wants to get that Alabama type of player. It's one the small school, South Carolina, or like 
semi-small, I wouldn't say small school, but like uh, not an Alabama type player to come to school. Instead, I think he they do want a big name like Patrick Sertain to come here. Uh, the reports are right now that the front staff, the the front office wants Sertain and the coaching staff wants Horn. So I mean, basically you're going Jerry Jones versus uh, uh, Mike McCarthy. Who are you taking there? I'm taking Jerry Jones. I'm taking Patrick Sertain. Uh, good. Um, I wouldn't say it's physical on Horn, but physical uh, can really be a good man-to-man, good size, lengthy. I like that a lot about him. Uh, big, strong, uh, but, you know, don't like him as much as Horn. No. Slater. Uh, there we go. Slater. Slater is about, uh, I think, 6'3", six, 6'2". Six, Really, Slater, I think, for the Giants, is the best option. He's a tackle off of the Northwestern. He's a really, really good, strong tackle. I, I saw that uh, Chase Young film. He just looked like he can handle Chase Young completely. Uh, my only issue is with his arm, really. But at the same time, I've seen his film. His arm aren't really the issue. Besides that, I really, I really have no problem with Slater. I see him more of a tackle more than a guard. So I don't I don't know where the guard analysis comes. I mean he would be good there, but I don't really see where the guard analysis comes. He played really well against Chase Young. That right there for me gives me a tackle. I don't care if his arms are small or not. I just care if you can play that tackle position while I'm putting you there. And you played it against right now a dominant force in Chase Young. So we'll see how that goes out. Uh, Devontae Smith, uh, the wide receiver off of Alabama. Devontae Smith drops to number 12 to the Eagles. This is a chain of events. To me, if I was a GM, I would take Devontae Smith in the top 10. I, for me, personally, I think weight is something, but it's not everything. Like I say for speed. Speed is something, but it's not everything. Devontae Smith, I've seen this kid destroy Ohio State corner. Destroy North Notre Dame corners. Destroy LSU corners. Destroy every corner in his late in, in the in, in, in the SEC. Like no one can get on this kid for being. I don't care if he's 166 pounds. If he's 166 pounds, then turn on the film. Look at the corners that couldn't do shit against him, and then then start questioning their physicality. Because if you're not going to question that, then don't question his weight. He was able to create separation against some pretty physical corners. And you can turn on that film. I don't care if it's college or not. He translates to the NFL. 166, I do not care. 176, I do not care. 156, I do not care. If it's below that, I'll start caring. But 166 isn't really a number for me to start going, wow. Very, very slow. Very, very concerned. If he shows it on the film, if I open the film and I'm seeing that, on the film, everything that he does, route running, creation of separation, catching point, able to go up there. If I can see that on the film, then measurables are second to end. He, he measured very well besides the weight. 
Don't talk to me about his weight. Don't talk to me about his size. Just watch the film. And we're going to go on a quick wrap it right here. We're going to give you one trade. And uh, basically, we're going to give you one trade on this quick wrap it one. And uh, one trade for each player. And we're going to end this draft like that. So, uh, Chargers, Elijah Vera Tucker, Taco, USC, probably the most ready to play guard. I would see him as a high end guard. And I think that's why the Chargers are going to take him really solid. Uh, 14, uh, Minnesota, Quiddy Pay. I think Quiddy Pay has high, tremendous potential. I think Jim Harbaugh just doesn't know how to coach and uh, let this kid slip under him. He runs a 4 or 5. Have you ever seen an edge rusher? 270 pounds, 270 pounds. One at 4 or 5? No. Next one. Uh, the Panthers, um, Christian Dersaw, uh, tackle Virginia Tech. Uh, I've seen a film. Slightly, a little bit of them. Uh, good, solid tackle. I, I'm just concerned about the competition. And the key is I do not know a lot about him. So that's, that's another concern to me specifically. Besides that, I think he's okay. I think he, he's, he's a first rounder for sure. So uh, get, get, get a tackle to help Sam Donald. Uh, number 16, J.C. Horn, you know how I said when, you know, my opinion about that, when talking about the Patrick Chutain, I think he's more physical, I think he's just ready, and I think he has high ceiling, I, he reminds me a lot of Richard Sherman, so, he, he's, he's, the, he's the future Richard Sherman, so, J.C. Horn, uh, 16 to the Arizona Cardinals, uh, number 17, someone who I haven't talked about, Micah Persson, uh, Probably the best defensive player in this draft, I would say. Besides Pastor Chertain and uh, J.C. Horn, you can switch that. I, I don't really care. But Micah Persson, you can, you can put him up there too. Uh, I think I have him at third, I want to say. Or even the first. I do not know where I have him in my draft board as the best. But I, I still think he's one of the top defenders in this draft class. Uh, can do it all. Uh... My biggest issue is in Penn State, they didn't really run a lot of coverage scheme, like advanced coverage scheme. So he was good in coverage, like easy coverage scheme. I want to see how we can handle the complex coverage scheme. I think the Raiders could use him, uh, create an edge, a presence. So I think he, he's going to be great there. Um, the Dolphins select Tay Tavon Jenkins. They got the wide receiver, and now it's time to address another need. Right tackle, Tavon Jenkins, help support to his blind side. Now, after this pick, I'm going to make probably a video saying, Tua, it's go time, bud. If you can't play, we're going to find out very quickly. And you could be probably in a couple months beginning of the season without a job in the NFL. Well, not, you know, not without a job, but like, you, you, this could be your last run at an NFL job at Miami. You might have to go and be a backup somewhere else. Uh, number 19, Jeremy Ause Okoromoa. I got it. There you go. Uh, high, high ceiling. But right now, low, low ground. What is he going to be? Is he going to be, uh, you know, you got to put him in a right guy, and I think Ron Rivera is that guy. I think when you get, when Ron Rivera gets his hands on him, He's going to play around with him. 
use him everywhere, scheme him up, put him safety, put him linebacker, put him edge, put him put him off a little bit at a corner. He could do it all. Jeremy Owusu Koromoa is a four three four four right guy. Boom, high potential, high ceiling. You could move him everywhere. He's a piece. I think he's probably gonna drop because of his low ceiling. I, I mean, not low ceiling, low ground. So. I think he would be perfect to Ron Rivera. Number 20, Rashawn Bateman. I think he's everything. But his size keeps coming down, keeps coming down. And, you know, I know, I know, I know what I said about size. Not everything, but it is something. So that's my concern. Also, I want to see him be more physical. He's more of a route runner burner. Not a burner burner, but like a route runner can dice you up a little bit. So I want to see more categories off of him. So besides that, I, I've been liking him a lot, and he's been consistent. So I like that about him too. You can see him be like more of a really good late steal for the Chicago Bears. And, you know, just addressing uh, one of their needs, a wide receiver number two or wide receiver number one if he is in the future. So, um, well, although they have – they have uh, Allen Robinson. I think they, uh, yep, they resigned him. So uh, he'll probably be a good number one, not right receiver number two. So, and I'm pretty sure they're not taking a quarterback because they don't want that. And uh, right now, I would say it's probably too early to take an attack on the board. So, Jalen Phillips, Miami edge rusher. I think he is one of the best edge rushers in this draft. The Colts get him. Um, look. I really don't care about his love of music. Like, I mean, really? That's music. If someone does not, if someone tells me that I don't love music, then you should be concerned, alright? Like, I mean, you need something. Some other trait. Don't give me some person personification. Oh, football is my life. Football is your life, of course. It is. You must love the game. Uh, that's what I've always said. I think you have to love the game truly love this game and work to love this game but you can love other things I did not put at a question mark to me that is something I have always said that is something but it's not a question mark to me so I mean I would take a risk on Jalen Phillips he had his injury issue those are my concerns not the love the injury concern and how he had to was forced to retire basically from injuries that's uh, that's basically my concern. So, uh, twenty-two Elijah Moore, speeder, uh, burner, help uh, replace Corey Davis off of the Titans. Twenty-three Greg Newsome, uh, corner, uh, probably needed for the Jets. They need cornerbacks. I would say that's probably a very big need right now, and um, he's not too bad. Uh, still want to look at more at his film. I think he's okay. I think he's the first rounder for sure. Uh, did really well actually against uh, some of the bug guys too. Huh? He locked. I think he did. I think he was placed on uh, Wilson, but I think he's a lot more of a nickel. So uh, twenty-four Steelers Najee Harris, good receiving back, fast, strong. Uh, wouldn't be my pick. Probably a lot uh, offensive lineman. Twenty-five. Dylan Raduz, uh, tackle North Dakota State. Sorry for that pronunciation. If I'm wrong there, please don't kill me. Uh, good tackle. Uh, probably an A-plus grade for that one because I don't know. 
I mean, he he he's actually really good. He's no type of player that you don't see, and because he went to North Dakota State, you don't watch a film. He went to a smaller school, and he's probably going to be a really good tackle. And we're going to be like, where did he come from? And it's going to be North Dakota State. Uh, 26, Caleb Farley. Everything hits dot with this kid. Speed. Can cover man-to-man. My issue is those two back surgeries. I think Cleveland's going to take a risk on him. I would take a risk on him. But you got to be, be sure that you're going to face the burn on that one. 27, Jason Oa, speed rusher, really talented. Um, a high boom, though. He can boom really bad. But a high, a high, he can bust really bad, but boom really high. So we'll see how he goes. Nick Bolton, uh, not watching a lot of film of him, but a good linebacker with speed. Uh, not that good at coverage. Uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, for the Green Bay the Saints and the, the, the Ravens collect the path to pick. The, the Saints for the Nick Bolts and uh, Jason Oa. Uh, the Ravens. Uh, so Terrence Molso, wide receiver, Green Bay, uh, good, solid, uh, nice route runner. Uh, Asante Samuel, junior corner, Florida State, physical, strong for the Buffalo Bills. Um, the Baltimore Ravens get Waldam Moore, a speed burner to help uh, Lamar Jackson and uh, Zayvon Collins for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to add some depth. And uh, that is uh, the mock draft. Let me review those final three. Asante Samuel Jr. from corner, Florida State, really physical. Help the bill right there in that secondary. Ronald Del Moore, wide receiver, burner, Purdue. He uh, going to help uh, Lamar Jackson with that limited uh, wide receiver core. Uh, help get it better. Uh, and then Zayvon Collins, linebacker from Tulsa, which I could see him go up higher. But um, right now, it, he, he's solid, and he's going to be a good depth piece for the Buccaneers. Well, that's my mock draft, and uh, have a good job.